0: Hello. Today we're going to do something different. Joy is about to head into the night planet when she's six years old. And I want to go back and remind us of the way things were and the last time, the Joy, and the only time the Joy went into the night planet. Joy was only five and a half years old. She didn't know she was in a dream. The story was told by the rain dragon. It was told in a past tense, not in a present tense. And Joe and Justin lived in a world where they didn't know what they know today. Things really changed. And this will show us what happened last time, just before we are going to go into the night planet again, in order to go into the dream with no exit. So I'm going to put together episodes 311 to 317. This is the first time you get seven episodes together, not just one episode. I'm going to put them back to back without my, uh, without the stuff I say in the beginning and without the stuff I say at the end. This is just the episodes. Enjoy. And tomorrow we'll be back with Joy's current return to the night planet. And now, hold on to your butts hold on to your butts this is season two of the squash buckler diaries podcast Episode three, eleven: The Girl Who Never Saw Night, Part Seven. In Darkness. Joy's age, five and a half, told by the Red Dragon and a narrator, author with a cold. Once Dragonfather had disappeared and his burning torches with him, I could not see Dragolil on the night planet. My wings opened as I crouched in my new vantage point, automatically about to leap to her help and light the planet sky with the fire of my breath, but I stopped myself. Whatever the trouble, she would need to toughen up. She was growing up. She was almost six. She would no doubt soon find the right place to explore in her father's dream and find her way to other dreams, where real danger lurked every day. I would only step in if I knew she was in a life-threatening situation. For now, I would only listen with my sharp, dragon ears. I heard her breathing quicken and quicken and quicken and quicken. She was losing control, she was panicking. She had never experienced true darkness before. Then I heard her breathing slow and slow and slow and slow. She was forcing herself to breathe slowly, I was sure. Her breathing was now normal. I heard her head turn around a few times. I heard her feet walk gingerly by feeling around. Then I heard a strange knock, another, and her two hands feeling what must have been the floor. I heard her shift and move across on the ground with multiple simultaneous sounds. Oh, she was now on all four, feeling her way. She moved like this for quite a while and her voice became more muffled. She had entered the building in the dark. I had seen it when there was light a few moments ago. It was a building with many wooden boxes that probably belonged to the wicked wizards. She felt her way around there, learning her surroundings. Then I heard voices. The Wicked Wizards were coming. I had not expected this, but apparently they had remained behind, even while her father had woken up. Dragon Lily inhaled quickly and did not make a sound. The Wicked Wizards' voices were getting closer to her. Dragonil's breathing became faster and faster again. She was panicking again. She never panicked with villains around, but now, in darkness, her fear was getting the best of her. The wicked wizards were almost entering the building. Dragon did not move. I heard nothing. My wings spread again, but I waited. And then... But wait. I go so tired telling you of Dragon hardships. I love her so much, and I am not built for such stress anymore. Tomorrow I will tell you what happened next. Told by the Red Dragon. Hashtags joy, joy alone, the Red Dragon night planet night wicked wizards fear episode 312 the girl who never saw night part eight in darker darkness joy's age five and a half told by the red dragon the wicked wizards were getting closer to my dragon little i heard her scamper quickly feeling with her hands in complete darkness from the sound she was feeling the wooden crates My sharp dragon ears heard the soft squeak of a crate being opened from a few planets away. From the distance of a few planets away, my sharp dragon ears heard the soft squeak of a crate being opened. I heard her drop into a soft something, fruit perhaps, and then close the crate above her. A few seconds later, the wicked wizards walked into the room. They were talking in complete darkness about their plans to invade Earth. They ordered the lackeys to take the crates and move them to their base. Still in complete darkness, I could hear hundreds of lackeys walk and then lift hundreds of crates with ease. Inside a dark, enclosed crate on a planet of complete darkness, I heard the dragon squeak. She had never known night, never seen complete darkness, not in her father's dream and she had been frightened from the very first second they had flown into the night. She squeaked, unable to stop herself, but it was silent enough not to bring attention. After a few seconds, through the darkness, through the distance between us, through the closed crate, I heard her cry. My heart broke for her, but I did not help. She would need to be strong, to overcome her fear, to survive the horrible dangers that awaited for her outside her dream. She was crying without stop for three minutes when I heard another familiar sound. It was Dragon Father. He had returned to the dream, back on the deck of Bunny's Revenge. A torch with fire appeared in his hand, and he looked around. Dragon Lil, the wicked wizards, and their lackeys were nowhere to be seen. Far away, Dragon Lil was still crying silently. I go tired again. Tomorrow, I will tell you what happened next. Told by the Red Dragon. Hashtags Joy, Justin, Joy Alone, Wicked Wizards, Night, Night Planet, Fear. Episode 313 The Girl Who Never Saw Night, Part 9 Dad to the Rescue? Joy's age five and a half, told by the Red Dragon. Dragonfather jumped to the dark quickly, a fire torch in his hand, looking around. Joy, he whispered. He was trying not to get the attention of the wicked wizards, but he needed to find his daughter. Joy! Just a few moments ago, he had disappeared, leaving her, a girl who had never known what night is, without light, on the lightless night planet. But it had been just the beginning of his dream. He had woken up for a few minutes, then returned to his dream moments later. But things have changed since he had vanished. He ran through the warehouses searching for her. And although he was much closer than I, he had human hearing, while I have a dragon's hearing. I could hear what he could not. Our dragon Lily was crying. She was crying inside the dark crate at the base of the wicked wizards. He searched all the hiding places in the warehouses. Even as the crying grew worse, she was not able to keep her crying silent anymore. She sobbed and wailed and then... Gasping for air, I heard her stand, her head bump against the crate and open it, shouting, Dad! Dad! Help! Dad! Dragonfather froze in place, his head shot sideways. He had heard her. I'm coming for you, Joy! A jetpack appeared on his back. He pressed a button and rose into the air. I'm coming! Tomorrow I will tell you what happened then. Told by the Red Dragon. Hashtags joy, justin, joy alone, night, night planet, fear. Episode 314, The Girl Who Never Saw Night, Part 10, Panic and Fear. Joy's age, five and a half, told by the Red Dragon. Dead, dad, dead! dead. My sweet, innocent fighter of a little girl screamed in a way I've never heard. Of all the adventures she's had, all the near-death experiences, all the times she had been left alone to her own devices while her father vanished. I have never seen her this scared, never seen her out of control. Dad! Dad! Help! Dad! Her voice broke my heart. I am sure it broke Dragonfather's heart as well as he aimed his jetpack at the voice. The only thing I could see on the night planet was the circle of flight around Dragonfather as he held a torch while flying with his jet back. He flew in a straight line towards the voice, crashing through walls without pain, crashing through a tractor and through a crane. I'm coming for you, Joy, I'm coming. Dad. <laughs> Her breathing was getting faster but thinner, as if she couldn't breathe. A few more seconds and he lit the room she was in. She had crawled out of and fallen out of a container in a warehouse full of containers. so The jetpack stopped centimeters short from where she had been. And Dragonfather threw aside the torch and grabbed his daughter with both hands. His legs on the ground, he lifted her up, hugging her as she fell into his chest. I'm here, Joy, I'm here, I'm here, everything's good. Dragonly sobbed into his chest. Oh my God, Joy, Joy, you were left alone on the dark planet. She nodded into his chest. It was all so dark, she nodded. And you're so afraid of the dark, she nodded. His voice was soothing, and the more he asked, the calmer she became. The crying slowly stopped, and she just held on to him, her face buried in his chest. And then you had to get into that box to save yourself, she nodded. And then it was even darker that you couldn't take it, she nodded. Oh my God, oh my God, how scared you must have been. I'm so sorry I left. I got a phone call in the middle of the night, but I got back here as soon as I could, yeah? She nodded. Dragonfather tried to move Dragon a little downwards, but she wouldn't move and wouldn't show her face. Joy, she clung tighter. Joy, she hid in his chest. You're not coming out? She shook her head, still hidden in his chest. He laughed, then made a face, seeing how panicked she still was. Hmm, he said. No doubt he saw the need to calm her down and take the fear out of her. I'm sure a plan was hatched in his mind for the thing he would do next. But I will tell you more about that tomorrow. Told by the Red Dragon. Hashtags joy, Justin, fear, night, Night Planet. Episode 315, The Girl Who Never Saw Night, Part 11, Return of the Squashbucklers. Joy's age, five and a half, told by the Red Dragon. Wow, you are so brave, Dragonfather told Dragonlil, still holding her face in his chest, as she was still clinging as hard as she could. Inwardly, I nodded, agreeing with Dragonfather. She had shown bravery I have never seen in all the centuries I have lived I'm scared, she whined into his chest. I'm not brave. You were brave because you were scared, Joy. You were brave because you still did something that was frightening. You saved yourself. You saved yourself until I got there. Dragolil whimpered, not showing her face. You know how brave you are? She did not respond. Joy, you know how brave you were? She shook her buried head. Today you are a true squash buckler. Hm? That's right. You are the bravest squash buckler I've ever seen. Hm? What? What's that? He seemed surprised. Did I just say squash buckler? Well that's not a word. I meant to say squash buckler, he repeated the word again. As I've told you many times before, Dragon Little refuses to say swashbuckler and will only say squash buckler, which drives Dragonfather crazy. But now he seemed to be surprised he was saying it. I'm saying it wrong. He tried out squash, squa, squash, squash buckler. Dragali raised her eyes and looked at him, smiling. I said it again. He seemed frustrated with himself. I'm saying it wrong. You're a great squash buckler. Uh, damn! I said it wrong again. Dragali laughed. Joy, joy, help me out. Say it right. You're saying it right. She laughed. I'm a squash buckler. No, 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 the ward is a squash, Buckler. Damn, what's the matter with me? She laughed again. He continued to say it the way she said it a few more times, and in a minute, Dragon was on the floor laughing, the fear seemingly forgotten. She was back to her old self. Finally, Dragonfather looked at her. Feeling better? He said. She nodded. Here, take this. He gave her a lit torch that appeared in his hand, just in case I get another phone call. She took it, and even though neither of them saw it, I saw the torch glow in a bluish light for a split second as she touched it. I breathed a sigh of relief. Now, what do you say, Joey? Are we going home, or are we getting the bad guys? Usually, she would shout the answer immediately. Now, she hesitated. She looked into his eyes. Get the bad guys? She asked, her voice half-shaking. That's right, because we're squash bucklers." Squash bucklers, she shouted. Squash bucklers, they both shouted together. Tomorrow, I will tell you how the adventure continued, told by the Red Dragon. Episode 316, The Girl Who Never Saw Night, Part 11, Sunset. Joy's age five and a half, told by the Red Dragon. With both Dragonlil and Dragonfather carrying torches on the night planet and the two of them walking together, they defeated the three wicked wizards. Dragonlil's fingers and legs were shaking all the way through, but she said nothing to her father and did not complain. Her fingers turned white holding onto the torch and never eased on the grip. The adventure was a short one and nothing special happened in it. It seemed that Dragonfather wanted to teach his daughter to finish the adventure and not give in to fear but would not risk his waking up early and leaving her alone on it again. Or perhaps he wanted to finish it as quickly as possible, without any further tension or cause for fear. Within half an hour, they had caught the wicked wizards in their loot and returned to Banu's revenge. There, Dragonly led the wicked wizards to a cell in the infinite prison in the belly of the ship, There was no more adventure that day, and Dragonfather stayed long enough to tuck Dragonlil in. The two suns shone above them as Bunny's Revenge sailed the ocean. Their sunlight shone in through the one window in Dragonlil's cabin. I don't want to go to the night planet again, she said. You'll never have to, he said softly. I saw him through the window, sitting at the side of her cart. He looked up, and if he had Dragon's eyes, he would have seen me look at him. There we are, night time, with the suns in the middle of the sky. Comfortable, huh? Tucked up to her neck, she nodded. Say that word again, she told him. What word? Squashbuckler. That's not a word. I would never say that word. Say it again. I don't know what you mean. I would never say squashbuckler. She laughed. You said it. You're absolutely wrong. I would never say squashbuckler. She laughed again and again as he did that five more times. But then he kissed her forehead goodnight, and she was asleep within seconds. Dragonfather exhaled slowly, then went out to the deck to look at the suns. After a long while, he whispered to himself, I wonder why the suns don't set. Then he shook his head and returned to the cabin to look at his daughter. Told by the Red Dragon, Hashtags Joy, Justin, the Sun's Night Night Planet. Fear the meaning of squash buckling.